What up, man? Yo, when I tell y'all I'm so fucking... I'm, look, I'm sorry to start the episode with so much energy, but we got some shit to talk about. Will and Jada. Jada Pinkett Smith has released her Red Table Talk. Now, I'm pissed off the fact that when she had... What's the other bitch name? Jordan? Jordan Jordan Woods. Last year when she had Jordan Woods on Red Table Talk, the shit was long. So the fact that these motherfuckers released a 13-minute episode. 13 minutes? But when I tell y'all they was doing some dancing, Jada was talking in circles, it was some bullshit. Now, do I believe everything that Jada said? Hell fucking no. I don't. But we're going to dive into that. Will and Jada, I'm not going to waste no fucking time. Will and Jada, and after the interview, August Alcina, I guess he in his feelings, so he attacking Kiki Palmer on Twitter. Shit got wild. And um, New York Giants star... Cornerback DeAndre Baker and Seahawks player Quentin Dunbar, they were caught trying to pay off the people they robbed. Now, for those of y'all who are unfamiliar, those two players, DeAndre Baker of the New York Giants and Quentin Dunbar of the Seattle Seahawks, they was caught on video last year committing an armed robbery. And these motherfuckers, you know, of course, they're young, so they have their NFL careers to think about. So they decided to pay off the people that they robbed so they don't have to face charges. But here's the kicker. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell y'all later. I want to dive into this Will and Jada shit. I don't want to waste no fucking time. Now, I told y'all last week, August Alcina was messy. That is a messy motherfucker, man. Like I told y'all, like, the relationships I've been in, like, I have never messed around with anybody. Partly because... You know, I have I have a heart. I have, you know, I have a conscience. Like, I just, I can't see myself fucking somebody else and then going home to the person that I love and then, boom, everything just being okay because it's not, I probably have so much guilt, so much regret. But Jada Pinkett Smith, you are a grown-ass woman. Why the fuck would you fuck with somebody so immature? You said yourself, oh, because he was sick. You know, he was... He was hurting, and that's the nigga you decide to fuck now. I'm not making fun of August. We all go through things. He was going through things in life. You know, he lost some family members to violence. He was sick with his health. He was in the hospital. So the nigga had shit going on. But Jada, that's the nigga you fuck? The nigga that's not right mentally and emotion, emotionally, whatever the fuck you say. That's the nigga you decide to fuck? Now, I'm sure Will Smith has done his share of fucking, but he fucking these people that's not going to say shit. You can't fuck someone and, you know, you want to keep it quiet because of, clearly they chose to keep it quiet. Like, based on what Jada Pinkett Smith said, the plan was to keep it quiet. That was the plan. But this nigga had an album coming out, so he decided to, I guess, release that fucking information. But... Let me get into what these niggas said, man. Can y'all hear this shit? Let me turn this Red shit table up. for me. Um, See, look, first of all, before the shit even started, like, like, I don't even like how these niggas is sitting down. Like, something tells me these niggas, they're going to end up divorcing soon. Now, Will and Jada, they are, you know, a massively popular, respected couple in black culture and in, in um, entertainment as a whole. But these niggas, they're going to divorce soon. And I know some of y'all going to say, well, why, why, why you got to talk down on this black? I'm not talking down. Everything they said in this interview, 
lets me know these niggas they ain't back together. Like they were forced to make this, you know, this kind of statement. Like I said last week or the week before, you know, the fact that when when um August came out and said that he put the pressure on Will and Jada to where they have to say something because these are these are not two people who are quiet. Jada, she does movies, you know, Jada, she does her thing. Will Smith, you know, while he's not as box office as he was in the past, he still makes movies. So can you imagine going on a press run and you got to answer, well, August, August, like you don't want to answer that shit while you promote Bad Boys 4 or like whatever the fuck this nigga got coming out. So they decided to sit down and have this conversation. The shit was awkward as hell. To me, it was fake. It was phony. Like, I, I think these niggas was like, yo, let's just sit down, talk for a little bit, and then I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. But let me dive into I don't even know. I don't got no list for this show. I don't got my notes. I don't got shit. I was just so excited to sit down and talk to you guys about this shit, man. And again, you guys can DM me. At Lunchroom Chatter Pod on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. Like, I want to know, like, how the fuck do y'all feel? Do you feel as if Will and Jada are back together strong? Or are these niggas done, man? But let's dive into this fucking interview. I'm not going to do the whole shit because the shit was only 13 minutes anyway. Right. You know, and at the end of the day, yeah. I don't like how all of this came to be. Let me skip a little bit because she was talking in some fucking circles, bitch. Get to the point. Get to the point. That was the thing when I when um, when Og first came around, he was he was really, really sick. sick. He was really you know? really sick. Yeah. And let's stop right there. They both admitted. So when August came around, he was sick. Now y'all remember a couple years back? You know he was posting pictures online. You know of like him in a hospital bed, him with an IV. Like he was really sick. So again, Jada, this is the nigga you chose to fuck. This is the nigga. And before I even get back to the video, August Alcina, you are a grown-ass man. I understand you are an R&B star. I get it. But nigga, did you really think she was going to leave Will Smith for you? Like, that is a steep fucking drop-off. Like, when you think of Jada, you think of Will. When you think of Will, you think of Jada. Like, I just, like, these niggas, they are only together to keep up appearances at this point. Again, I have no facts. This is my opinion. But August Alcina, for you to think she going leave Will for you? Now, Jada admitted, you know, yeah, this is someone I've dated for a couple years and shit like that. But nigga, August, she, she was never walking away from Will Smith to you. Nigga, she'll go back to Will Smith and... And watch him fuck another girl in the other room before she goes to you. Nigga, you, you ain't it. You ain't it, man, nigga. Back to the video. The outpouring for him from our family was uh, initially about his health. Yeah. And I mean, we found all those different resources, mm -hmm. you know, to help pull him through. Mm -hmm. And from there, you know, you and I were going... This nigga Will Smith looking like, bitch, get to the point. I mean, she was talking in some fucking circles. He be asking a fucking simple-ass question, so Jada, what happened? Well, you know, back in my vernacular vision, bitch, get to the point, bitch. Shit. Let me skip a little bit more. Bitch was taking her time. For a period of time, and you go figure out how to make yourself happy, 
and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, at that particular point in time, it was indefinite. Yeah, I really felt like we could be over. You yeah, know? no, and, we were over. And then what did you do, Jada? Well, you know, I think from there, you know, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement. Mm-hmm. With uh, Let me pause that And that's the shit I don't like Like I mean I understand You don't want to call it what it was You know you guys were still married You guys chose to separate There's nothing wrong with that That happens all the time Now you guys decided You know Will can go off and do his thing I'm Jada I can go off and do my thing So you were dating someone And uh, you know eventually Jada says during the interview That you know I was dating Og August Alcina. But the fact that this nigga Will had to pull the sh- what the fuck is an entanglement? Like what what have you ever heard a black person use the word, you know, I, I was in entanglement. Bitch, you was dating someone, Jada. And Jada, I respect you, I love you, but come on. I was in an entanglement. Bitch, no, you wasn't. You was dating somebody, bitch. One thing I wanna get clear up, one of the things that was kind of swirling in the press about you giving permission, which is, uh, you know, the only person that can give permission. And in, in, in I mean, obviously, the only person that can give permission for anybody to do anything sexually with Jada is Jada. It is her body, 100%. But now, do I think August Alcina had a grown man talk with Will Smith? Hey, look, Will, I'm a big fan. I love your movies. I respect you. I respect Jada. I respect you letting me, you know, into your family. But you and Jada, right now, you guys are not together. Now, there's no telling if you guys will get back together. So you are off doing your thing. And Jada and me may have a relationship going on or I would like to. So would that be okay? Now, do I think that conversation happened? Hell yeah. I believe 100% that that conversation happened. Now, now, do I think Will Smith was happy about that conversation? No. But Will Smith was off doing his thing. He was fucking who he wanted to fuck. So, Will can't say no. Oh, no, you know, I'm off. You know, right now, we, we like, we separated. And you can fuck who you want, but you can't fuck him. You can't have stipulations when y'all separated. So, I believe they had that grown man conversation. Let me skip back to the video. Skip a little bit for it. Because these niggas was just rambling. Kill somebody. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with my codependency, which is another thing that I had to learn to break in this cycle. Just Mm -hmm. that idea of needing to fix and being drawn to people that need help, whether it's your health or whether it's your addictions. Mm -hmm. There's something. And that was the part that was confusing to me. Now, Jada said that, you know, she... I guess has an addiction to healing people. But why the fuck would you want to fuck the person you're trying to heal? Like that, like that can set that person back. Like, I don't understand that shit. That's like, for example, if I have a, a drug problem, right? And now, you know, I'm going, I, you know, I'm going to all these, these programs, these counseling programs, you know, so I can, you know, overcome my drug problem. So for you to give me another kind of drug, like, oh, you know, you know, fuck the drugs. Why don't you drink? Why don't you like I'm trying to heal. So you can't mix that shit. You can't be the person who is trying to help him heal while 
at the same time fucking him, knowing like Jada, you knew you were not going to leave August Alcina. Well, you, you are not going to leave Will Smith and go to August because the shit makes no fucking sense. It's like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. Like when you think of the like the Clintons, you think of Bill and Hillary. Now, if they divorce and Hillary decides to marry Todd, nigga don't give a fuck about Todd. The only person we going to acknowledge as her husband is Bill because that's the nigga who we've known you to be with. The same thing with Will and Jada. If, if they decide to divorce today and Jada marries August, nigga don't give a fuck about August Alcina. Like we like Will, legendary, Philly native, box office star, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like that's the nigga who we always going to acknowledge as Jada's husband. Now let's get back to some more of this fucking clip. I ain't going to spend too much time on this. Because I already knew the shit was happening. That's why I tell y'all, stop idolizing these celebrity couples. They are normal people. They go through shit like everybody else. Like, these niggas, they not special. While they may be talented people and people that we can look up to, these are not the people that, like, I don't idolize nobody as my, oh, you're my couple's goals. Because people put people on, like, this godlike pedestal to where... Once they come falling or tumbling down, then it's like, ah, fuck it, oh well. And then people move on to the next couple who they deem is perfect, such as Sierra and, and um, Russell Wilson. Like, stop idolizing these people to that massive extent and then being mad and upset when they turn out to be normal. Because, I mean, me, I don't get it. That's probably why, like, like I said, I respect a lot of couples. I respect Denzel and Pauletta. I respect a lot of fucking couples. But for me to idolize them to the point where it's like, oh, I want my relationship to be like. Remember when Tiny and T.I. was like a couple's goals? And do we see the kind of shit this nigga put her through? Like, is that the kind of goals you want? To have a man that is going to cheat on you 24-7 and then... When you confront him about the cheating, he talks to you and make you feel stupid for even being mad at him for cheating. <laughs> Let's get back to this book. I'm about to wrap this shit up. These niggas get on my fucking nerves, man. Okay. Um, I'll give you that petty. <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> uh, um, but let me go back. Cause that shit got cringy right there. Fake laughter. <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't really laughing. Shut up, Jada understanding of love is going to be forged in fire. Yeah. There's no way around it. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that I'm deeply grateful in this whole process between you and I is that we have really gotten to that new place yes. of unconditional. I mean, I don't believe what she's saying. I understand some of y'all going to say I'm hating because I don't, but just, I don't believe what they're saying. They were forced to make this statement because they have to save face. And like like Will said, like before we spoke, our publicist came out and said, oh, that story is not true. But that wasn't from us. I guess that was the publicist, you know, trying to do their job to kind of minimize, you know, everything that had taken place after August Alcina had sat down with Angela Yee. But to get off that, August Alcina... This nigga been going wild on Twitter, man. 
This nigga has been going wild as fuck. Did y'all see that shit? Like, let me pull up this shit. Because last night, Kiki Palmer, she had replied to a fan. Let me pull up exactly what she said. Because I don't want to plagiarize. I don't want to say, say no bullshit. But I think, you know, I think this nigga, this nigga, August Alston, he is, this nigga's mad right now. I believe he's in his feelings. He's pissed off. And I see breaking news now that Jada Smith's Red Table Talk episode set the viewing record for Facebook Watch with, with more than 12 million views in the first 24 hours. I mean, what the fuck did y'all think was going to happen? Like, outside of coronavirus and, you know, Naya missing, which I'll get to in a second, like, it's really not much to talk about. So when this whole thing happened, and of course, when they dropped, when she dropped, you know, what she said, oh, my God. That set shit off. Now, going back to Kiki Palmer. Now, somebody had asked Kiki Palmer on Twitter, is this you? Referring to a picture of Kiki Palmer with August Alcina. And she said, yes, girl, but August Alcina, he was never my man. LOL. That's why you're still reaching to this day to figure out nothing. And I guess August Alcina seen it. And I believe this nigga went, he took a low blow. He was in his feelings because, you know, everybody was laughing and shit. And the fact that, you know, he still loves Jada. And I believe, well, shit, obviously, if Jada was to come back to him today, he will go back to Jada. Because he said, you know, I can die today and I'll be happy because I gave my all. Look, nigga, nigga, there's no girl in the world. There's no pussy I've had that will make me say, if I die today, I will be happy. This nigga... I don't know. Now, I don't know how Jada Pussy is. I don't want to speak on it. But there's no pussy in the world that's going to make me say, I can die today and now I'll be happy. This nigga lost it. But back to the shit, man. August Alcina, he replied saying, Kiki, you are absolutely right. I was never your man. You could possibly never, shorty. It seems you mad you got curved. But your friends are the reason for that. They showed me an endless thread of text messages and pics of what you sent worried about who I date and begged me to and well and they begged me to not further disturb your your mental instability nigga August you talking about someone's mental health now of course I want to be sensitive here because August has lost family to gun violence and sickness and he was sick, at, you know, he was sick himself. But nigga, you are the last person that should be talking about someone's mental health. Like, I just don't understand why this nigga act like this. Because if this was Bow Wow, if this was somebody else or 50 Cent, y'all would be jumping down their fucking throat. So the fact that I see people kind of being lenient with August, nah, jump down that nigga's throat. Because he also said, imagine not knowing how to mind the business that pays you. I catch all the little subliminals. Not just about today. And you can call me whatever you like. Mess is constantly inserting yourself in topics you have nothing to do with. Go play with your mammy, not me. He also said, if you have something to say, say it with your chest, kids. It's also very perplexing because I... I'm the real deal. I be showing people genuine love the whole time that envy is eating your little heart. Anyway, next, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like this whole situation has come about 
because you don't know when to shut the fuck up. Like nobody asked you. Like Jada said that this relationship you guys had took place four fucking years ago. Like there's no reason for you to even speak on it. Like y'all dated, you got your heart broke. Move the fuck on. That's it, man. But um, oh man. Let me take a quick break before I gotta talk about Naya because it's a this situation right here. It's sad. You know, it's kind of even tough to think about a young woman taking her son out on the lake in what should be a great day on the lake with your child. And she ended up possibly drowning. Now, as of right now, her body has not been found. The authorities, the police, the dive teams, they have spent days looking for her body in Lake Piru in California. Now, they found her. They found her four-year-old son alive on a boat wearing a life vest. He was asleep. But the mother, which is actress Naya Rivera, of the, I believe the, she's most popular for her TV show Glee. I remember watching Glee back in the day. <laughs> but um let me take a quick break because um this shit this shit is sad, man. This shit is super sad. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about Naya Rivera. Welcome back to the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. So before I segue in um into speaking about Naya Rivera But I have some breaking news today Naya Rivera Her body has been found at Lake Piru About a couple hours ago The authorities they gave a press conference And they announced that her body was found At around 9am this morning At Lake Piru So that brings a sadly Into a promising career Of a young woman Who while young Still has so much more life ahead of her But before I get to that, I just received a voice message as I was editing the podcast, man. (laughs) Now, the voice message, it goes back to the topic of Jada and Will. Now, I love getting perspective from women because I believe that women give the best perspectives on life, on relationships, and on things in general, but only when it is coming from a mature woman. Now, I haven't heard the voicemail yet because like I say, I like hearing this like at the same time you guys hear. So I don't plan out my answers like I like when things are natural, when things are normal. So let me see what she's talking about, man. This is about Jaden Will. Here we go. It is not our business what's going on between Jada and Will. But since it has been made our business, let me just say this. I watched the talk. Jada seems unbothered, uncaring, unapologetic, mm. which leads me to believe one of two things. Either Will did something way worse, so she kind of, at this point, she owns him. Or Damn, she own him? She just really doesn't care. She did what she did. It is what it is, which makes, which begs to, which really makes it seem like Will is just in the sunken place in regards to... <laughs> his love for his wife um yeah there's still a lot of brokenness between the two of them because one they're speaking about this guy way too lightly you know even if it's something they work past the move past no oh let's talk about for it. it to be for the wound to be made fresh 
No. Ooh, look, I agree. Let me give her a hand clap. I agree 100%. Like, they were talking about August Alcina as if he was, like, still a family friend. Like, they was just, like, they was too lenient on him. Now, I understand Jada and Will both being mature adults. But, Will, like, something, I, I fully believe something was done. And, like, I kind of want to know. Remember during the interview when she said, you know, there was a time where we broke up. We were done. It was over. And Will said, I was done with your ass. Like, I want to know, like, what happened right there? Now, I'm sure it was events and things leading up to that to cause them to separate in the first place. But something had to happen. Just it had to happen. And maybe Will is in the sunken place. I mean, maybe Will Smith is, you know, maybe he he did fuck up to a certain extent or sleep with someone who Jada felt as if he crossed the line. And then after that, Jada was like, you know what? You sleeping with, with who? You know what? Now, right now it's shit. It's game on. It's game on, man. But, <laughs> oh man. It's hard to even try to segue from speaking about, cause I don't want to say uh, kind of, Mellow issue because you know Jada and Will Smith suffering marriage turmoil is not it's not a a positive or a funny issue. But trying to segue from that, speaking about Naya Rivera, I mean it's kind of tough and it's sad to think about that a young woman who at the age of thirty three had accomplished so much in entertainment, in acting, music. The fact that her life is cut short at 33 years old. Now, go, even going back to at the start of her career where, you know, back in the day, she was in sitcoms from as young as six years old. You know, she kept acting throughout her childhood and she got her big break in Glee, which is her most famous role. And to think that her life is always crazy because, I mean, at 33, like I'm 30, I'll be 31 on July 20th. And the fact that this young woman has accomplished so much and she had so much more left to accomplish. And now that is done. Authorities have announced this afternoon that they found her body in Lake Paru. Let me play some of the news clip. This is from the LA Times. When you can buy Yo, a car oh, from oh, anywhere, these ads, man. Shit, man. I'm not paying for YouTube premium. Stop asking me. Here we go. Good afternoon. Thank you for being here with us today. Uh, as you know, since last Wednesday, we've been here at Lake Piru searching for Naya Rivera, who was reported missing. Each day, we've utilized dozens of personnel on watercraft and helicopters with unmanned aerial systems and on shore uh, conducting a methodical and comprehensive search. Today, our search teams have recovered a body in the lake. That's sad, Based man. on the location where the body was found, physical characteristics of the body, clothing found on the body, and the physical condition of the body, as well as the absence of any other persons reported missing in the area, we are confident the body we found is that of Naya Rivera. She was found in a northeastern portion of the lake. Let me pause real quick, because, yo, some of y'all was pissing me the fuck off, man. Now, you know, um, the other actors and actresses who 
with her coworkers in the TV show Glee, they had to face some trolls. Oh, well, maybe they were trolls or maybe they just were upset fans who believed that to show remorse or to show sympathy, you have to display a public, you know, outcry of emotion. Now, what I mean is those who starred with her in Glee and her friends, they were b- bombarded by quote unquote fans who said, oh, you know, Naya's missing. This was before she got found. Well, you know, Naya's missing and you guys haven't made a tweet. You guys haven't made an Instagram post about it. And one of them replied like, yo, like Naya's my friend. I am hurting. I am going through a lot. This is not about me right now. Like when someone dies, stop looking for her coworkers or her friends to display grief and emotion on social media. Amber Riley said, this is not about me. This is about finding her hopefully alive, her friends, her family, her son. This is about them. Her, her son no longer has a mother. And you are online attacking me and my fellow castmates because we haven't made a tweet or made a post on Instagram about Naya being missing. We are out here trying to look for her. Like, it even goes back to when Nipsey Hussle died, where I believe it was, um, yeah, it was Schoolboy Q, where people, they just jumped in Schoolboy Q's, like, sending him DMs and commenting on his picture. Oh, you know, Nipsey Hussle died. Why haven't you said RIP? And he was like, yo, that's my friend. Like, I lost my friend. I am over here grieving. I'm over here having a hard time coping with the fact that I can no longer see my friend. I can no longer call my friend. You know, his his kids no longer have a father. Like, Lauren London no longer has a spouse. And you guys are asking me, why haven't I posted about my grief on social media? Like, we have to get past that point where we just make it seem as if, you know, like, for example, like, like when Kobe passed away. If there was an NBA player who decided not to publicly dis- display how hurt they were, that is 100% okay. Like someone making a public display of grief does not mean they miss the person more. Like everybody grieves in different ways. I understand that with social media now, it has to be seen. Oh, if you don't, if you don't say RIP Naya, it means you don't care. Like these are people who, who text her, who see her, who, you know, just exchange great moments in life outside of social media. So these are the ones who are directly affected by her death. So stop looking for these fucking celebrities to come online and show you, oh, let me show my fans how hurt I am. They don't have to do that, man. They don't. This is a young woman, again, at the age of 33 years old, who has passed away. Now, the authorities said they don't believe that there was any suicide involved. And I mean, I, I hope not. But they said based on interviews with the child, Naya went swimming with her son. Now, it came a point where I guess Naya made sure the son got back on the boat. But then the son turned around and mommy was no longer there. And like that, that right there is like what bothers me. Cause like, it makes me think like I'm a visual thinker. So it takes me back. Okay. If I'm four years old and I go swimming with my mother, 
Because like, I still remember things from when I was four years old. I go swimming with my mother on the boat. I get back on the boat. I turn around. Like, I'm on a boat out in the middle of the lake. The middle of this big lake is just me. I turn around. My mother is not there. So I just picture the son crying and crying and crying until he eventually fell asleep. Like, that is a scary thought. Because I don't believe the son got back on the boat and just laid down and went to sleep. He probably cried himself to sleep because when you fall, you're scared. You are out on a big lake by yourself and your mom is no longer there. Like, that is a scary thought. That is a scary realization, man. So stop attacking these fucking castmates, man. You got the family. I, I'm, I believe Naya's mom was at the lake on her knees praying. And that's a private moment. Yo, stop taking pictures of that shit, man. Let people grieve without y'all always want to get a fucking picture to post on TMZ and to post online, man. The family, the friends, they grieving, man. Stop stop doing all that dumb shit, man. But speaking of more grief, a one-year-old child was shot dead in New York City last night. Let me pull up this because, I mean, come on. Like, enough is enough. Enough is enough, man. Like, a one-year-old child was shot dead in New York City last night. And this even goes back to last week when I was speaking about the eight-year-old child that was shot dead. I mean, come on. Like, if you hate someone so bad that you wake up and decide, you know what? I want to just, I want to erase this child from the earth. I mean, come on. Like, we are better than that as people to wake up or even just breathe in general. And your goal is to make someone suffer. Because, I mean, one year's old. Like I say all the time, like I hate saying it. Like I hate coming online and speaking about this because it hurts my heart and like it's tough to deal with, especially when you have kids. But even when you don't have kids, I mean, to have your one year old child, you have to bury your one year old child. I mean, that's tough, man. And like we have to get to a point in society to where, and again, I support Black Lives Matter. I always will. Like I love my black people, man, but. Like, there's no way in hell we can just keep excusing this. We can't. Because, like, like I don't want to get to a point to where, even though I kind of believe we are at that point to where we are just desensitized to black-on-black crime because we see it as the norm. And, I, I mean, yes, when a black person commits a crime against someone of color, they get caught. They go to jail and, you know, they go through the whole criminal justice system. But we just can't get to the point to where we just normalize it. A one-year-old child shot in the stomach at a barbecue. I mean, that's tough, man. And um, let me pull up what the grandma said. And again, this article was from the New York Daily News. Says a baby sitting in his stroller died from a hell of gunfire that also wounded three men at a cookout at a Brooklyn park. The grandmother said he was the joy of my life. I just got a call saying my grandson was shot. Several men stepped out of a dark colored SUV and opened fire at the cookout at the playground at about 1135 p.m. <sighs> One year old, Devell Gardner was struck in the stomach. He was rushed to the hospital where he died at 239 a.m. The other three men wounded are all expected to recover. And, like, this is tough to talk about, man. 
Like I can't even imagine being a mom and being a son and having to bury my child, especially at one years old, where you know everything is still fresh, it's still new. Like you are still, you know, enjoying having that that cute child, that cute little baby, running around the house, learning to walk. You know, it's just it's just not have your child here no more. I mean, come on. And then um, let me pull up. Because the, the grandmother said something which I thought it was sad, but it was also powerful. Let me see if I can find what she said. But even going back to that, the police commissioner, the mayor of New York, they just all went down there, you know, to give they give they support to the mother. Because they showed the pictures of like the mother sitting outside, you know, just with everybody coming up, you know, giving her. Just well wishes. And I mean, that was tough. That was sad to even look at, man. So I really, really, really hope they catch them motherfuckers, man. Because I mean, how can you sleep at night? How can you sleep at night knowing that you set out to commit a murder and the person you killed was a one-year-old child? So R.I.P. to DeVell Gardner, man. R.I.P. to DeVell Gardner, one-year-old. I mean, we got to get to a point where this this has to stop being the norm. It has to. Because, I mean, just a couple days ago, like I said, in New York City to where a 29-year-old man was shot dead holding his, his his young daughter's hand. Like, this cannot be the norm. It cannot be, man. It's always tough to deal with, but... Speaking of someone of who's having a tough time right now, two NFL athletes, New York Giants star DeAndre Baker and Seattle Seahawks Quentin Dunbar. Now they was in in the midst of a of an armed robbery. Let me play the news clip first so y'all can hear firsthand. This is from CBS Miami. Really? Oh my Are you God. still if these ads own? pop up one more time? They try, like, they try to get you to... Re- Hold up, here we go. Let me get to this, because they're killing me with these ads. Details tonight on the search for two NFL players wanted for an alleged robbery in Miramar earlier this week. CBS 4 Ted Scouting is live at the Broward Jail in Fort Lauderdale with more on what the pair is accused of doing. Ted. Yeah, Jim and Francis, tonight we are hearing from the attorney of one of those players who said that his, his client did not participate in any crime. Uh, meanwhile, police are still looking for both players. Arrest warrants have been issued. I don't really have no worries and nothing. I don't live my life in fear. Seattle Seahawks cornerback Quentin Dunbar is speaking to reporters just hours after he's accused of robbing a group of people at a Miramar home, but before an arrest warrant was issued. He was recently traded to Seattle from the Redskins and said he was looking forward to getting onto the field. I don't have no worries in Seattle. I'm happy to be in Seattle. And I just want to go out there and play ball and help the team however I can. Now Dunbar and friend DeAndre Baker, a cornerback for the New York Giants, are wanted. The two are accused of pulling guns and robbing several people at a house party Wednesday night. According to the arrest warrant, a witness said at this party, attendees were playing cards, video games, and gambling. The police report goes on to say DeAndre... Let me pause. So the reason why I want to talk about this story in the podcast, just to tell you about how dumb motherfuckers can be. So these are two men... NFL athletes who are primed to make millions of dollars. They committed an armed robbery together. But that's not even the dumbest part, even though that's the dumbest part. Like you are pole, you both are young. You are primed to be millionaires. 
you are primed to be millionaire. So I mean, I don't care at that point if someone robs you of a thousand dollars, two thousand, even ten thousand dollars. Sometimes you got to chalk that up to the game. So if you are primed to make millions of dollars, like what exactly is your reason? What is your reason to? Let me what was the reason? I had a reason. What was the reason? I had a reason. What was the reason? reason? I just explained the reason. What was the reason? What was your reason to go out and even participate in an armed robbery? But the kicker is, these motherfuckers, they sent Instagram DMs to each other after the robbery, detailing their plans to pay out those they robbed. And within the midst of that payout, the payout was supposed to be, okay, look, we robbed you, right? So we're going to pay y'all this money. And you guys can say, I wasn't there. You can say he wasn't there. Y'all can take this money and move on. But in the midst of the police investigation, I don't know why they they did not just delete their Instagram DMs. They kept the DMs. And, oh my God. When I tell y'all the messages were incriminating, one message said, I made them same niggas that said they got robbed come in and say them boys ain't have nothing to do with it. Now, this is from a witness. That's what a witness said. And again, this article is from the New York Daily News. Let me find a piece of of what this dude said. I mean, because they was going back and forth. It just, oh my God. Let me see. Pull, Pull up, pull up, pull up. Here we go. During the elevator ride, the unknown person removes the black bag from his shoulders, opens it, and removes money. Like, they have the video. They have the evidence detailing all of this. Like, there's no way you guys can be this dumb. Like, one of them sent a message on Instagram that said, We are all heading to see the lawyer now to get the charges dropped. I got them niggas to sign the papers. Like, come on. Like, there's no way in hell. Like, look, I support my black brothers. I love my black brothers, man. Like, I love y'all so much. Like, those of y'all who have been with the podcast from, from the beginning, you guys know I love black people, man. I think black women are beautiful. Like, I love when I see my black men being positive, being mature, and actually taking the time to appreciate their lives, knowing that it can end at any moment between the fight between like black on black crime and also within the fight between the police, law enforcement, racism, white supremacy. Like there are so many things that can end a black man's life before it even starts. And that's why even in the midst of, you know, I've been more healthier, I've been jogging. And like I always say, I jog and I eat healthier now so I can prolong my life while deep down knowing that if I enter the wrong neighborhood, my life can be ended. If I get pulled over in the wrong part of town, my life can be over. So when I see black brothers make these mistakes, again, you guys are primed to be millionaires. So whatever these young men had done to you, it didn't matter. Like when you get to a certain level, like you have to chalk it up as, okay, we got, we got robbed, we got set up, or we got taken advantage of. Now, again, I don't know what these young men done, well, did to these football players to even 
make them go out and rob someone. But when you get to a certain point, for example, right, like before Jay-Z blew up, if Jay-Z had beef with somebody, if Jay-Z, like if somebody had stole, let's say $30,000 from Jay-Z, and then a week later, Jay-Z blew up, he signed his deal with Rockefeller, and he, like, he had a hit single out. Like, you got to chalk that up to the game. Okay, last week, last month, you got robbed of $30,000. But now you are primed in your career to make about 50 times that, even 100 times that. Like, Jay-Z is now a billionaire. Like, these young men were primed to make millions of dollars. And now they're probably going to end up having to do jail time. It seemed as if they were going to get off, you know, when everything was going great. You know, the, the young men they robbed refused to testify. But with the evidence now, I mean, you young men have thrown your football careers away, at least for the time being. The New York Giants came out and said, you know, we don't expect... DeAndre Baker to be on the team any longer or much longer. I mean, come on, man. I know if that if, if that was me, when I tell you my mom would have jumped down my fucking what? I ain't even gonna get into that. My mom would have tore my ass up. I got a promising NFL career and I throw it away because I still want to act as if I'm in the hood. No, <laughs> like the whole point in working, playing high school football, peewee football, college football. To get to the point you are now in the NFL and you throw it away because you still want to act as if you are in the ghetto. Nigga, get out. You out the ghetto. You are setting your family up to elevate. You are setting your family up to reach a level of black success that a lot of black men do not accomplish. And you throw it away because you still want to act as if you are in the hood. That is a fucking disgrace, man. Thank you guys for turning into the park. I'm just pissed off even hearing about that story, man. Young black men on the rise made it out the ghetto. Like you're about to make your parents proud and you step back to still be ghetto. And blow the success that a lot of black men do not reach, even those with talent. They don't reach that. So thank you guys for tuning in, man. This is Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. And again, if you guys have any if you guys want to reply to anything I said, you guys, you know, just want to hit me up. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Lunchroom Chatterpod. And thank you guys that always support me, man. Like, shout out to my 99 cent supporters, man. A lot of y'all click that link in that bio of this podcast. And y'all, y'all sign up to become $1 monthly subscribers. I love you guys, even those that don't. Support financially The fact that you guys Even tune in You stream Y'all run these Fucking numbers up Like y'all mean Everything to me So please stay safe And as always COVID-19 Is not done <laughs> Stay home It's not done You are an adult Relax Take it easy If you still gotta work Go to work Wear your mask And come home I love you guys man Be safe